Welcome to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. We welcome you to come and join us as we explore the Word of God to open up new levels of glory for every believer to come in closer to the Father. Join Apostle Calvin as he shares the Word of God as the Lord Jesus has revealed it unto him to share with the body of Christ. around the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. We preach, we teach, we demonstrate the kingdom of God by the direction of the Lord. Amen. And so um, just a few days ago, last Thursday night, we started a message um, called the highest calling. Amen. And we were uh, delving into mainly the life of Jacob and showing how that he was a chosen vessel of the Lord and uh, explaining some things that maybe had been mistaught, you know. Um, I, I started out by saying that many times people slander God's anointed. And so that's what they've done, you know, even preachers and teachers, as they explain the life of, of Jacob and said that he was a, a trickster and he was deceitful and that he was getting payback in his life for all his deception, amen, for all his tricking and, and being crafty as, as if the nature of Satan. And so we were showing you by the, by the proof of the scriptures that that was, that was not the case. And we'll, we'll get into that today, but I want to start in Ephesians. No. Philippians. Let's start out in Philippians. So we, we call this message the highest calling. And we got this from Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3. And we'll go from verses 12 through 16. This is the Apostle Paul. Not as though I had already attained or were already perfect, but I follow after if that I may apprehend that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth into the things which are before, press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So that's verse 14. It talks about the high calling of God, which we said is the heavenly calling or the upward calling. Let us, therefore, as many as be perfect or mature, be thus minded. And if anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. And let's add verse 16. Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us mind the same thing. And so the Apostle Paul says, to the degree that we have attained, he says, let us walk by the same measure. Let us walk by the, the same rule and have the same mind. And so this, this is an important part of today's message is that you have to continue, amen, 
in the call where which God has called you. Amen. We laid the foundation. We said that God calls you. God calls everyone. Amen. We said many are called, but few are chosen. And so we were talking about the chosen vessel, but everyone is called. Amen. And you receive an initial anointing from the Lord. Amen. That, that anointing is what is described in Romans chapter 12, that God hath given unto everyone the measure of faith to complete the call. Amen. God has given unto everyone the measure of faith, and it talks about that we have um, grace and we have gifts according to the measure of grace. Amen. So God equips you for the call, but it's up to you to continue in that call because once you're called, you have to stay true to the call. And so there will be tests and there will be trials and there will be persecutions and there will be the cares of this life to get you away from that ultimate call. Amen. And so we said the initial anointing will be followed by subsequent anointings if you stay true to that call. Amen. Through the persecutions and the test and the trials and not are swayed away by the cares of this life, you will qualify for additional anointings. And we reference the life of David, amen, that Samuel anointed him as king, amen. And then later on, that the, the tribe of Judah anointed him as king. And after the death of Saul, he was anointed as king in Hebron. And he was accepted as king over all of Israel. So reigning, amen. So that's, that's the example. That's the, the spiritual principles that we're talking about. So Paul says, to the measure that you have attained, that you should continue in, in that measure. In other words, whatever God reveals to you, whatever God gives you as it pertains to your calling, you have to stay true to that. And the reason, and, and I'm going to skip forward, amen. Um, we're going to skip forward to tell you why, amen, you have to be true to that calling. Because in that calling, you actually represent the Lord. And it is those who are mature, those who embrace the role as a leader by humbling yourself and going through the persecutions and staying true to that call that you qualify for the additional anointings that God gives out. Amen. Showing that you are true to this call, that you you represent Jesus. You reflect because it's Jesus is called the ball. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter one, uh, after verse 15, it says that his call, amen, that the calling is actually Jesus' call. So the revelation is that God calls you. Call means invitation, amen. You accept the invitation. Now you are called to do the will of God. You are called to do the work of God, the purposes of God, 
Amen. God puts his glory on his purpose. That's why the Bible says we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of him and not of us. It is Jesus' calling. So many leaders, many ministers, they never follow through fully. Amen. They never stay pure. Amen to the calling to qualify for the subsequent anointings to show that they are a chosen vessel. Amen. So God, for instance, God put the anointing on King Saul, but he did not follow through to show that he was worthy of that anointing and to be a chosen vessel, to show that he is a, a, a chosen vessel. That he's, he's not moved by the opinions of men, that he stayed true to, true to that calling. And because he was not, God stripped him of that anointing, amen, and gave it to King David. King Saul was the people's choice, amen. But David was God's choice, a man after God's, God's own heart, amen. And so it is an upward call, a heavenly call. In other words, the call comes from heaven. Amen. The invitation comes from heaven and it's going to get you back to heaven to receive your reward. A crown of righteousness should be laid up for you if you are true, if you are true to that calling. Amen. So let's, let's get to it as quickly as possible because I do want to finish that up about Jacob. Amen. That people slandered him, even ministers slandered him, amen, and that he is a type, amen. He's in the Bible for a reason. He, he is a type and that many of God's anointed and in his chosen vessels that they are slandered by the misunderstanding of people whose minds, hallelujah, operate by the spirit of the world. In other words, judgment discernment, perceiving, and knowing is not the spirit of God and is not the wisdom of God, but it is the spirit of the world. Amen. So in Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1, it says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you, to walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. So that's what I was just talking about. That God calls you, amen, for his purposes, amen. The, the, the will of God. So God has a purpose for you. He created you. He gave you life for a purpose. So you are supposed to live for God according to that purpose and not to live for yourself and not to live for the world. Amen. So if you live for yourself and you live for the world, you're not being a chosen vessel, even though God calls you and that you are supposed to be chosen. You're supposed to be the elect of God. Amen. The word elect means selected or chosen. So God is the one who chooses. Jesus tells the disciples that you didn't choose me. I chose you. Yet one of you is a devil. <laughs> Amen. One, Judas was one with the devil. Amen. The son of perdition. 
yet he was called. Amen. He had every opportunity, amen, to be true, to walk worthy of the call. Amen. And so what did I say? I said persecutions tried to get you off of that call. It tries to beat the Jesus out of you. Amen. Because your image is that is supposed to be that which is of Jesus. That just like the church, Jesus is supposed to be in the earth through the church. And Jesus is supposed to be in the earth through the chosen vessels, the remnant. Amen. The chosen vessels. So you have to walk worthy of the call, the calling which by which you were called. So you were called for a purpose. Amen. And then in 2 Peter. 2 Peter chapter 1 and verse 10. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 10. Hallelujah. It says, Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure. So it, it groups the word call and election, that you are called and chosen, and you are the one to make it sure, to make sure it, it lines up. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. And for so an entrance will be supplied to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom. Now you're a kingdom person in verse 11 of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. So if you're, if you're worldly, you're not walking in the kingdom of God. It, it goes on before then. I'll say this um, in Verse 8, it looks like, it says, But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control, to self-control perseverance, to perseverance godliness, to godliness brotherly kindness, and to brotherly kindness love. For if all these things are yours and abound, you will neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he who lacks these things is short-sighted, even to blindness, and has forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sin. So that's so you add, you continue to add to your to your faith. Amen. The beginning of your calling, you you have to have diligence, you have to have faith, you have to have brotherly love, brotherly kindness. You 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 have to add to it. You have to grow. You have to be strengthened. You have to mature so that you don't flake out. Amen. God calls you. And the first time that persecution hits you like, I'm out of here. Or you, you yield. This is what the devil wants you to do. He wants you to begin to give in a little bit. Because if he can get you, get you to give in a little bit, he's got you. Because a little leaven leaveneth the lump. And so you say, well, there's a lot of persecution with standing strongly on the things of God against that spirit of wokeism and stuff like that. I want to be counted in with the in crowd. So I'll say that I'm a Christian, but I'll uh, massage the word a little bit and I'll change meanings. Amen. So that I will be accepted. Once the devil gets you over there, he says, that's not enough. 
And so you got to give up some more. Once the devil gets you there, he says, that's not enough. Amen. <laughs> that he tries to get you completely over to his side because his kingdom, it is light against darkness. God's kingdom against the kingdom of darkness. Did you actually think that you would have peace, amen, by agreeing with the devil a little bit, amen. That is just the start. If you knew how kingdoms operate, that is just the start. He wants to completely conquer you, amen. He wants you to be his slave, his servant. He wants to gouge out your eye to be a reproach to all the nations around. It's like that king, amen, that pagan king, where they, God's people says that we will serve you. He says, okay, well, let me gouge out your right eye as a reproach. Amen. I want to show everybody, the devil says, that I'm, I'm ruling over you, that I'm making you ashamed. I'm making you nothing. I'm, I'm making you grovel. Amen. And so that's what the devil does. And so that's why you have to continue. Amen. The Lord spoke to me and my wife. He says, you now, he says, you are marked men and that your only protection is in the glory. <laughs> well, that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. You have to be faithful to the Lord. You have to be faithful to, to the calling. <laughs> Amen. And so that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to get to Jacob. Amen. But I'm, I'm laying down some principles so you can understand what Jacob was going through. And Colossians. Chapter 4, the book of Colossians. Chapter 4 and verse 17. This is Paul again. Colossians 4, 17. And say to Archippus, take heed to the ministry which you have received in the Lord that you may fulfill it. Amen. So we speak in terms of ministry, but it is everybody is called and everybody is called to be mature. That mature person is a leader. Amen. That person who doesn't just need milk that is unskillful in the word of God, but they that are mature, that they eat meat. Amen. They are seasoned in the things of God. How do you get mature? By continuing in the truth. Amen. The truth that is revealed, you continue in it. Amen. That's how you become mature. So this person, Archippus, Paul is admonishing him. So news must have gotten to Paul that he is not being completely true or faithful or he has not picked up the ministry or continued in the ministry that God called him. So the call is from heaven. It is an upward call. Amen. We go back. We said, Paul says um, that verse in Philippians 3.14, that I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. So you have to press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling. There's a prize associated with that higher, that higher calling. Amen. And so in... First Peter, amen, chapter 1, First Peter, chapter 1, and verse 2, amen. 
Let me say this. Jacob was a chosen vessel. That, that, that word, and I, and I labored to, to make it known unto you that that chosen vessel means to be the elect. God calls the church the elect. So you're supposed to be the elect or the chosen vessel. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 2, it says, Elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father in sanctification of the Spirit for obedience and sprinkling of the blood of Jesus Christ. Grace to you and peace be multiplied. Okay. So this is Peter. He tells the church that they are elect according to the foreknowledge of God. So this is giving you a little bit more insight about the elect. Everybody is called and everybody has the opportunity to be the elect of God if they continue in that calling, truth to that calling. And it is by the, according to the foreknowledge of God. So God placed chosen vessels in this earth, amen, by foreknowledge. In other words, God knew what evil would try to rise up in this earth or what um, uh, trials would try to rise up in this earth, amen. What calamities, amen, would try to rise up because of wickedness, amen. So God in his infinite wisdom, he chose to cause people to be born at certain times to be chosen vessels, Amen. According to his foreknowledge. In sanctification of the spirit, that is the Holy Spirit. So that chosen vessel is sanctified by the Lord, separated by the Lord. And it is separation or sanctification by the Holy Spirit. Amen. So God will keep you. Amen. There's, there's, the Bible says in a great house, there's many Many vessels, amen, gold and silver, you know, wood, stubble, clay, all those things, all types of vessels, amen. Vessel is a container, so to speak. All sorts of vessels, amen, vessels of honor and dishonor. But if you would purge yourself of the things that dishonor, you will be a vessel of honor, amen. Second. Peter chapter 2, beginning at verse 19. Amen. So, in a great house, amen, that means the household of God. Amen. So God is, is, is not necessarily kicking people out the house, yet they are vessels in his house. He says that vessels of honor are meat, are good for every good work that God can use for the good works, amen, in this earth. Good works goes to the original good works. When God created everything, he created it good or righteous or blessed, amen. Ministry is to help bring things back to the righteous state, the blessed state, that good state. So that's why they call it a good work. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your Good works. That's what it's talking about. You don't have any good works outside of the Lord. Lord did good works. When you continue in those works by faith, amen, the Lord calls his good works that he did to manifest, to, to appear, amen. So God made everybody healthy, amen, full of life, amen. So somebody is sick, 
and somebody has cancer that is a wicked work, but God has already established his good works. That's why we simply use our faith and receive the anointing of God to do the works of God. Amen. God puts his seal upon us that we're working for him, the seal of the Holy Ghost. We are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Amen. And so we, we preach and we minister. Amen. We speak healing to the person with cancer. We lay hands on them. We anoint them with oil. And God manifests his good work. In other words, yeah, we did the works of God, but God had already done the works. <laughs> so we did what Jesus says. Come unto me, all who labor and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. It is a rest. Take my yoke upon you. I'm joined with the Lord Jesus. And learn of me, amen, by the Holy Ghost, for I am meek and lowly in spirit. My yoke is easy. My burden, my burden is light. Amen. So, that chosen vessel is sanctified by God in that generation. Why? He has a work to do for the Lord that will repel the works of the devil. Amen. That will destroy the works of the devil. So sanctification through the Holy Spirit unto obedience. Amen. So you can't say you're a chosen vessel if you're disobedient to the Lord. Amen. Your obedience will bring about the desired Result and the sprinkling of the blood of Jesus, further sanctification and the honor of the blood of Jesus. Amen. So elect is chosen of God, a chosen vessel for the glorious purposes of God. A vessel can be filled and it can be poured out. So you can be filled with God's love and God's love can pour out of you. You can be filled with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit can pour out of you. Amen. You can be filled with his glory and the glory of God can pour out of you. So your chosen vessel, amen, heavenly calling that you, you are caught up. You caught up with the things of God, not the things of the world. So you're working for the Lord. You're in this earth for a reason. Amen. To repel the works of the devil, to destroy the works of the devil. So you have to be a vessel that God can choose. Amen. Without things that dishonor him and his kingdom so that he can pour you out in your generation. Romans chapter 8. Hallelujah. We, we are hurrying through. Amen. So we can get back to Jacob. Romans chapter 8. Verses 28 through 30. Romans chapter 8, verse 28 through 30. It says, And we know that all things work together for good. Uh, again, that word good, it goes back to the good works of God. All things work together for good to those who love God. So you got to love God. To those who are called according to his purpose. So your calling is according to God's purpose. For whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. So again, the expression of your life, hallelujah, shows forth the image of Jesus. And that word conformed means that you have to make adjustments so that Jesus will, will shine forth. Amen. That 
he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he predestined, these he also called. Whom he called, he also justified. And whom he justified, these he also glorified. Amen. So he put the glory back on that vessel to show that it is a vessel of honor. Amen. That it is not of the rebellious spirit. Amen. And it's doing the will of God. So these are things that God predestined, that he foreknew. Amen. That God, he looked out ahead of time and he thought about you. Amen. He knew you before the foundation of the world. Amen. In Matthew, Matthew chapter 20, hallelujah. And verse 16, Matthew chapter 20, verse 16. It says, so the last will be first, and the first last, for many are called, but few are chosen. Amen. So when God began to put things in place, hallelujah, it is the kingdom principle that the last of first of first or last, is this is the conclusion to the parable of the laborers. There was a, um, a rich man, a master that had a vineyard and that he called people to work in his vineyard and he told them, the first group of people he told them that he would pay them a, a, a denarius, a day's wage and they agreed, amen. But then he saw other people who were idle, amen. And so he began to come out at various times of the day, first 9 a.m., 12 p.m. noon, 3 p.m., 5 p.m., and he called, he called people to work in the vineyard, amen. The only group that he mentioned money to was the first group. Amen. So their motivation was the money. Amen. The others that he called at 9 a.m., 12 p.m., 3 p.m., 5 p.m., amen, and he gave them payment at 6. So the ones he, he called at 5, amen, had only worked an hour. He did not mention money to them. He says, whatever is right, he says, that's what I will, will give you. Amen. And so those who were called after the initial group trusted in the goodness of God. Amen. God called you. Amen. You know that God is good. God is faithful. You're trusting that God will give you that which is right. But those whose eyes was on the money, they thought that the master had done them wrong because he paid everyone the same. Amen. Praise be to God. So there was more grace. Amen. In these, in these latter days. Amen. There was more anointing in these latter days to bring in that harvest. Amen. And that there are those, amen, who have labored before. Amen. To set the stage for those who are laboring now. Amen. 
but we said there are many called few are chosen. What I'm saying is that the first group was not chosen. They were called. And they were not chosen because their heart was not right. They were in it for the money. They compared themselves to other people. Amen. And that they had an evil eye toward their Lord. Amen. So they were not chosen even though they were called. They disqualified themselves. Amen. And then again in Matthew chapter 22. Matthew chapter 22. Verses 1 through 14. And Jesus answered and spoke to them again by parables and said, The kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who arranged a marriage for his son. And he sent out his servants to call those who were invited to the wedding. And they were not willing to come. And again, he sent out other servants saying, tell those who are invited, see, I prepared my dinner, my oxen, fatted cattle are killed and all things are ready. Come to the wedding. But they made light of it. So you mark that. This is the marriage. This is um, making reference to the marriage supper of the lamb. They made light of it and went their ways, one to his own farm, and another to his business. So their, their own work. They're not consumed with the purposes of God, nor the work of the Lord. And the rest seized his servants and treated them spitefully and killed them. And so they persecuted God's true servants. And when the king heard about it, he was furious. And he sent out his armies, destroyed those murderers, and burned up their cities. Then he said to his servants, the wedding is ready, but those that were invited were not worthy. Therefore, go into the highways, and as many as you find, invite to the wedding. So those servants went out into the highways and gathered together all whom they found, both good, bad and good. And the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he saw a man there who did not have on a wedding garment. So he said to him, friend... How did you come in here without a wedding garment? He was speechless. And the king said to his servants, Bind him hand and foot, take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth, for many are called and few are chosen. So again, this phrase, this reference that many are called but few are chosen. And so those who were called or invited were busy with the cares of this world, and they were busy with their own life, and so they missed out on the marriage supper of the Lamb. They did not think it was important. Think about it, just, just think about it this way. Your, your life, your pursuits to you are very, very important, you know. My, your job, amen, your, you know, your house, your renovations, you know, your, your projects, that they are very, very important to you. Yet, in this parable, Jesus is showing that they are nothing. They pale by comparison to re answering the invitation to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And then, in this end, there's this person who is there but does not have on the proper attire. That you attain um, garments, amen, as you, as you serve the Lord, amen. We have 
garments of righteousness. Amen. We have we have garments of salvation. I'm sorry, and we have robes of righteousness. Garments of salvation, robes of righteousness. The Revelation chapter three talks about white garments. Amen. Your, your garments being purified. So spiritually speaking, you are accruing garments. Amen. Vestures. Amen. That the 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 show that you are serving the Lord and that you're servants of the Lord. And so this person did not have the proper wedding garments. And so they was treated, he was treated like any other. So the, the assumption here is that this person was, to, was a Christian or said he was a Christian, yet he was treated like the people that had not received the Lord Jesus Christ. He was treated like one who was not saved. Amen. He he had his part in outer darkness and gnashing, gnashing of teeth. Amen. So many called, few chosen. Those who are chosen are called elect. They are chosen vessels. God knew ahead of time. Amen. God did not overtake your free will. But he reserved, the Bible says, 7,000 that did not bow the knee to Baal. Amen. So God, in his omnipotent wisdom, has reserved, amen, those chosen vessels to contend with wickedness in this earth. And yet we all have free will. And to a degree, we all have to um, seek, amen. Hallelujah. We all have to ask and we all have to knock. Amen. We all have to press. Amen. Romans chapter 9. Verse 6 through 12. Romans chapter 9. Verse 6 through 12. But it is not that the word of God has taken no effect. For they are not all Israel who are of Israel, nor they all children because they are the seed of Abraham. But in Isaac, your seed shall be called. That is, those who are the children of the flesh these are not the children of God, but the children of promise are counted as the seed. Amen. So the children of promise. We talk about the promise of the Holy Spirit. God not only promising the Holy Spirit, but the spirit of promise means the spirit over the promises of God. Amen. It says the children of promise are counted as the seed. For... This is the word of promise. At this time, I will come and Sarah shall have a son. So that's the word of promise. And not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived by one man, even our father Isaac, I want you to get this. So we're talking about the children of promise being the seed. The children of promise being the godly seed. Amen. A lot of folks 
being born, everybody is called, everybody has a chance to be elect. But we're talking about the godly seed. We're talking about God's anointed. Amen. It, we're, we're talking about the chosen vessel. It says, I'm going to read again in verse 8. That is, those who are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God. <laughs> so if you, you're born, you say everybody's born in the flesh. Well, you have to be born again, born by the Spirit. That is, <laughs> those who are children of the flesh, these are not the children of God, but the children of promise are counted as the seed or the offspring of God. For this is the word of promise. At this time, I will call me Sarah, shall have a son. And not only this, but when Rebecca had conceived by one man, even our father Isaac, for the children not yet being born, nor having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God, according to election, the chosen, the purpose of God, according to who he has chosen, might stand, not of works, but of him who calls. It was said to her, the older shall serve the younger. So this is the purpose of God. And this is something that God had predestined and had foreknew ahead of time and had prepared for. He prepared, amen, for Esau being born in this earth. He had prepared a Jacob. Amen. He had prepared for the nation, amen, of Edom, amen, coming forth out of Esau by the nation of God or the kingdom of God coming out of Jacob, amen, the purposes of God. He says, as it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau I have hated, amen. So we're trying to get back to Jacob showing that he was of the purpose of God. He was exactly who God had called him to be, amen, for the purpose. What's the purpose? To supplant Esau, to supplant the devil's kingdom. Amen. So the name Jacob was of the purpose of God to supplant, amen. <laughs> amen. So that name, you said, what about Israel? I'll get into that. But that name, amen, God forever says that I am the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He never changes that. All through the word of God, he never changes it, amen. Yet Jacob is called Israel after an encounter with the Lord. But I want you to see by the word of God. I don't want you to say that I said this. I want you to see by the word of God that the word of God says for the purpose of God that God called forth Jacob, amen, who is called the one who supplants. Amen. So the chosen vessel fulfills the purpose of God and counters the acts and counteracts the purposes of Satan. Amen. So the devil had a plan, but God had a greater plan. <laughs> God has a greater plan. God has a greater wisdom. Amen. The devil striving, working, trying to get wicked seed in this earth to accomplish his plans. But God has a greater plan. God has a greater wisdom. Amen. The Esau's, the Ishmael's, the King Saul's. Amen. The devil tried to use these. Amen. But God had a greater plan. Amen. Through um, 
Jacob, through Isaac, amen, through King David, amen. And then this one, Joseph, it was a chosen vessel. What was the devil's plan in this earth? It was famine. It was seven years of lack, seven years of, of famine, and yet God had a plan. God had wisdom. God had the elect. God had a chosen vessel to counter to counter the, the plans of Satan. Amen. So God is greater. <laughs> Man, you, you're looking at wickedness. You, you get distraught. You get distressed. God's plan. If we can just get a hold of God's plan, if we can walk in alignment with God according to purpose, stop trying to be somebody else. Be who God has called you to be according to purpose. And then the mighty men of David, their renown came when they were attached to David. They were not mighty men. They began to partake of the anointing that God gave David, though David was persecuted. Amen. And yet he was operating by that anointing. And that, that anointing, that oil was able to get on others who looked to him. They saw the Lord in him. They were um, depressed that they were in debt, um, they were distressed, amen. They needed the Lord. The answer was in the anointing, amen, that was on David. It not only got rid of those things that were oppressing them and distressing them, it strengthened them and caused them to rise up in might, amen. But they were attached to the kingdom. They were attached to David's vision, amen. Your vision may be attached to a chosen vessel who has received much slander and much persecution. <laughs> Man, that's where your anointing may be attached to. It is a dangerous thing. Amen. You would become shipwrecked to get off of the plan of God, the path, the path of God. Amen. You, you may lose anointing altogether trying to do your own thing and not being able to perceive and to know and to recognize the workings of God in this earth. You must be detached from the world. That's why we pray. That's why we fast, to become detached from the false realities of the world and to see the true light of God, the plans of God, and to join in. Prayer means to join in. The Bible says we don't know how to praise we are, but the Holy Spirit helpeth us in our infirmities, amen. The, the Holy Spirit maketh intercession for us according to the will of God. And that means to take hold. The Holy Spirit takes hold with us, amen. You don't know how to pray. But if the Holy Spirit takes hold with you, amen, you can, you can surf, you can glide, you can move with the Holy Ghost according to the plans of God. You can have strength, you can have words, you can have unction, amen according to the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is the one that carries out the plan of God in this earth. He simply uses vessels. Amen. That's what the Bible says, to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen. You don't know what you're doing without the Holy Ghost. Amen. You don't have power without the Holy Ghost. Amen. And before we get into Jacob, let's look at Acts again. The book of Acts. Chapter 7, 
verse 22 through 25. Acts chapter 7, verse 22 through 25. And Moses would learn it in all the wisdom of the Egyptians and was a mighty man in words and deeds. So this is a type of person that's highly educated. All the degrees, Egypt is a type of, of the world. Very knowledgeable of all the things that are in the world. Now, when he was 40 years old, it came into his heart to visit his brethren, the children of Israel. So a lot of times God counts 40 as a generation. So Moses, when he was 40, it came into his heart. Amen. That was the Lord stirring him. And seeing one of them suffer wrong, he defended and avenged him who was oppressed and struck down the Egyptian. For he supposed that his brethren would have understood that God would deliver them by his hand, but they did not understand. So Moses understood the call. So God had called Moses. This is before the burning bush and said that I'm going to deliver my people by your hand. Amen. And so the people did not understand. And so I warned those who are leaders and I warned those who are in ministry that when God calls you, Many around you will not understand and they will try to talk you out or dissuade you from what God has spoken, what God has called you to do. They, they'll try to get you away from those purposes. They'll try to tell you how there's no money in that and how that, you know, we're looking at, you know, this this person, you know, they got a degree in this and oh, how it is paying. And this person is attached to this firm. You know, and that we maybe can talk to somebody, you know, and we can kind of get you in, amen, in, in the open door, amen, entry level. But once you get in, you'll have access to this money, this money, and that money, you know. And, and really, even in Christianity, that is what a lot of people are consumed with. And yet we said the calling of God, you have to walk worthy of the calling of God. And the Bible says we have to stay true to the calling and the election. Amen. To stay that chosen, that chosen vessel of the Lord is going to cost you the world. Amen. To stay true to the calling and the election, it will cost you. It will cost you all the things that are in the world. Amen. So people don't understand you. Uh, Jesus tells um, the disciple Ananias, I got to show Saul, then it was Saul, what things he must suffer for my namesake. So you're suffering things for his namesake, but the pounding, any pounding that you take, you really shine in glory because you're staying true to the calling of God and showing that you are a chosen vessel. So now in Genesis chapter 32. Genesis chapter 32, verse 24, verse 24 through 32, amen. So we ask the question, you know, this is the story of Jacob wrestling with the angel, that how could Jacob get close to the angel? <laughs> how could um, the angel allow himself to be caught? And, and, and to allow um, a wrestling to take place without destroying. 
Jacob. It says, Then Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Now, when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip. The socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint, and he, as he wrestled with him, and he said, Let me go, for the day breaks. But he said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, What is your name? He said, Jacob. And he said, Your name shall no longer be Jacob but it shall be Israel. Amen. That was verse 28. Let me, let me do it in the King James because the King James says something different than the New King James. Amen. So, it says, And Jacob asked him, and said, Tell me, I pray thee thy name. And he said, Wherefore is it that thus that thou dost ask my name? And he blessed him there. And Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, for I have seen God face to face, and my life is preserved. Amen. So he as he passed over Peniel, the sun rose upon him, and he halted upon his thigh. So the sun rose upon him, but he walked. He walked with a limp. Amen. It says, verse 28, and he said, Thy name shall be called no more Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince thou hast, prince hast thou power with God and with men and has prevailed. So the whole thing was set up by the Lord is what I'm trying to say. That an angel would not be caught by a man. This is part of the purposes of God. Amen. You have to want the things of God. You have to show that you want the things of God. And so that's what Jacob was doing. He was wrestling with that angel. The word man is actually angel. When you see it like that where it says man, it shows that he's in a form that man can see him. Amen. And so he wrestled with the angel of the Lord, which is a type of Jesus. Amen. And so the angel asked him his name. He says, Jacob. He says, your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel. So what is what does it mean? The word wrestle means to grapple, but also it is to float away like a vapor, like dust. You, you float away. Amen. And so the purpose of of the word Jacob had been used, amen, to supplant, amen. And so he had worked that purpose perfectly, amen. But he had walked about being misunderstood by men, saying that he was a cheat, that he was a trickster, that he was deceitful. So he had to carry that burden. And so the blessing that he wanted from the Lord was to be released from that name or that that connotation that he was not right, though he was fulfilling the purposes of God. So he says, your name will be Israel, where we get the nation Israel. Twelve patriarchs of the tribes came out of him. And so it is, it is a kingdom. It's more than just um, a, a blessing, a personal blessing. Now he is operating in the kingdom for God to give God godly seed, amen, the perpetuation of the God seed in the earth, amen, the perpetuation of God's children 
in this earth, amen. That that spiritual seed, that, that godly seed, amen. This was the second wrestling, amen. He first, the purposes of God was so strong in Jacob's life that he wrestled Esau in the womb. <laughs> Man, they was battling it out. Holy Ghost in the womb. Amen. The purposes of God was so strong on Jacob's life that even when Esau thought he had come out, <laughs> he grabs hold of his heel to pull him back in. <laughs> Holy Ghost. That's the spirit upon him for the purposes of God. So we are not to slander Jacob fulfilling the purposes, the purposes of God. Amen. So he stayed true to that calling. What was Jacob looking for? He was looking for clear legitimacy. Amen. Because of the persecution and being called those, those other names and being seen wrong and people treating him, God's anointed, as if he's done something wrong. Amen. You know, as a man of God, you have to be careful those spirits come around. Amen. You keep your life pure unto the Lord. Amen. But people say you this and you, you that, and it is attached with spirits. Amen. And you have to learn how to cast those spirits off of you as you are doing the will of God. You may offend the sentiments of this earth. You may offend the devil's kingdom. But you are fulfilling the purposes of God in this earth. Amen. And then in Psalms chapter 24. The book of Psalms. And I know my time is about up. Chapter 24. Verse 5 and 6. Psalms 24. Verse 5 and 6. It talks about who may ascend into the heel of the Lord. It's those with clean hands and a pure heart and that not lift up their soul to vanity. It says, verse 5, He shall receive the blessing from the Lord and the righteousness from the God of his salvation. This is the generation, this is Jacob, the generation of those who seek him, who seek him. Your face. Amen. I wish I had time to go into it. So the Jacob is the generation of the God seekers, not just those who seek God, but those who seek his face. So Peniel means that the face of God. Jacob says that I've seen the face of God and my life is still in me. I didn't die. Amen. And so this is the generation. Jacob is the generation. That means perpetuation. That means God seed after him of those who seek God's face. That's a revelation. Amen. I may have to teach some more. To seek God's face, the Bible says, when that my soul, when God says to my soul, seek my face, that my soul says, your face will I seek. Amen. So, so we're supposed to seek the face of God. So that's what Jacob was doing. He was seeking the face of God. And so he was changed, amen. In other words, another anointing, if you can get this, a higher anointing. He was faithful to the Jacob anointing. He was faithful to the Jacob calling, amen. And Israel, that the Jacob calling is a subset of the Israel calling, anointing, 
to birth, to bring forth godly seed in this earth, to contend with the works, the works of Satan. Amen. Lord, there's, there's so much, hallelujah, to be said, so much to be taught, Father God, of what is required of the Lord. Hallelujah. Father, what do you require? Amen. We are to know God. Hallelujah. Not through the traditions of men. The traditions of man make the word of God of no effect. Amen. We are to know God face to face. Amen. And I will, I'll teach you that and, and some further teaching, some future teaching. I'll teach you how to know God face to face. Amen. This is the ultimate anointing is the face to face. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. The ultimate anointing. No matter how many anointings that the Lord has bestowed upon you as you are true and faithful to that calling. The ultimate anointing is the face to face. Father, we thank you for that word. We thank you that you're getting us somewhere. You're taking us somewhere. That we are on a good journey. We're on a journey of, of righteousness. The path of the righteous is like the, the light of dawn. It gets brighter until the perfect day. Amen. We don't deviate from the light, we stay true and faithful. Holy Ghost. I hear the Lord say, the more light you hold on to, the more it will cost you of the world. The more light, Holy Ghost, that you hold on to, the more that it will cost you of the world. But the Lord says, if you lose those aspects of the world by holding on to light, that I have something greater for you. Something that is of that higher calling, amen. Something that is of that blessed state, amen. For indeed the lesser is blessed by the greater, amen. God says, I got something for you, but you must throw off your beggar's cloak. Hallelujah, praise be to God. God says, I got something for you, but you gotta stop camping out Holy Ghost, far from my presence, far from my spirit, far from my inner courts. You're camped out, way out there. Hallelujah. And you're hearing that God said something or he, he did something. But you don't know through intimacy that I said something or that I did something. Hallelujah. So I'm calling you, Lord. I'm coming after you with the call. Holy Ghost. I'm calling you, said the Lord. Amen. And this, that clarion call, hallelujah, is going out even now, hallelujah, that the Lord says, I am magnifying the call, holy ghost. As I speak the word of the Lord, hallelujah, the word with my voice is magnified, hallelujah, by the voice of the Lord and by the force of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah. I'm strengthening this thing, says the Lord, hallelujah, because time is short, hallelujah. I'm coming after my own. Hallelujah. The, the Lord says, I, I am determined. Hallelujah. And the Lord has rolled up his sleeves. Holy Ghost. To come after those. Hallelujah. Who will be called by his name. Who are not ashamed to be called by his name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for that godly seed in this earth. In Jesus' name. 
thank you for listening to the Christ Be Glorified Ministries audio podcast. For more information, visit ChristBeGlorifiedMinistries.com and you can also follow us on Facebook under Christ Be Glorified Ministries. Thank you so much and God bless you.